Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to our episode of Sheologians. We're here today. We're here today. <laughs> I'm almost here today. Getting We're here. here today to put the her in mystery. Oh, we are. That was the best I could do. On such short notice. I thought. I, I mean, do I do this? It every was Friday? great. <laughs> short notice is what it short was. Short notice. To come up with it so fast. Listen, I've been aware of this for almost, <laughs> how many years has it been? Has it been six or seven in September? And it, well, 2016, so it'll be six years? I don't know, Joy. You do the math. Yeah, yes, it will be six. Six years mm-hmm. in September. That's weird. It doesn't seem like. Does it seem? Does it seem like too long? Or too short. I don't know. I don't know either, actually. It almost doesn't seem like a number. It almost doesn't seem it's real. It's like we've been doing this podcast for green years. <laughs> Six and green. I don't know. Does it feel green? Does it feel green to you guys? We Listen, we get emails all the time. Hey, I'm a new listener. Okay. <laughs> and then they'll be like... um, still today we have people who email and be like so i just found you guys and i listened to the last five years of podcasts while planting my garden i'm all caught up and i'm just like whoa i can't even imagine what that would be like i (laughs) i was there for the last six years (laughs) of my life and it would be weird to be able to obviously sheila just isn't our whole life but no it would be kind of weird to listen to them all to see where we came from. I and couldn't. I won't listen to the first few. Absolutely not. What? What? We didn't. What's happening? <laughs> How is this still happening? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, yeah. It's weird. So they're out there. Do, people are out there doing that. Listening to a whole archive of. Well, you know, I recently yeah. found a podcast. It hasn't been going on for six years. But I really like it. So. I've been catching up on old episodes. I haven't gotten all the way to their first episode, but you know, I've kind of worked through a lot of it. Yeah. I think like three years. It of takes it. dedication to go all the way from. Yeah. I also went backwards. One. I think that's usually how I tend to do it. Yeah. And then I hit a threshold for like, okay, this is too far back. Yeah. Like they start referencing things and I'm like, yeah. okay, this is officially. Yeah back further than i we got a message this morning and uh from a listener in saudi arabia oh yeah and uh oh and i have to update you on something else don't let me forget i'm totally gonna forget no i'm gonna make it okay um but she was listening to an episode from 2020 okay and she was like it's weird because you guys were talking about like dealing with covid stuff Mm -hmm. and that's just kind of over but also we were talking about fans and so she wanted to tell us about her experience with fans because she lives also in a climate right. similar to ours. Right. Um, and then do you remember the lady who left us a voicemail while she was in labor? Yes. I will never forget her. Yes. Um, she just had another baby. 
<laughs> she. Do you know that because she? What she left us a voicemail. What she emailed to say okay. was that she thought about calling us while she was in labor again, but she thought that'd be weird, so she emailed instead. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> I mean. Also, I feel like she had back-to-back babies or right. has the last six well, years really flown our by. Our concept of time is just really off. That's probably which might be the case. More likely. But anyway, I just I wanted to make sure I told you about that. Congratulations to her. Another baby. And next time, just feel free to call. Yeah, just call us. It's fine. <laughs> it's can... become a thing now. So yeah. It might be weird for someone else to do it, but yeah, if you do it, it's kind of your thing. It's like, yeah, you can you can breathe through your contractions on our voicemail <laughs> number. That's fine. Anyway, I thought that was funny. Um, so we've been getting a lot of emails about um, requests for head covering information. Oh, which I don't know why we look like the people that would have all that info. But I am finding out that um, people want to read books about stuff that I don't have recommendations for. Oh, really? Is there a book on that? I don't know. On head coverings? I don't know if there is. I don't know either. I don't. I haven't taken a. I'm not familiar with. Tremendous. I know there's lots and lots of articles, but. Yeah. um, I I haven't heard anything on that. Mm -mm. Uh, And then someone else wanted us to discuss the cult of Alcoholics Anonymous. Oh. Which um, I feel like Apologia Radio has done. Yeah. Somewhat recently. And then for a while, like, I mean, yeah, our whole early years were pretty anti-AA. Or AA is a cult, if you will. I guess we haven't talked about that in a while. About I, just, I'm very passionate about that that uh, addiction model. Yeah, and how stupid. You know, I have an idea of some oh. people we could have on to Talk discuss that. that with. Perfect. So maybe that's perfect. Just a perfect. Throw that in there. Uh, <laughs> episode <laughs> idea. It is important, and I know we've talked about it because it's super important. But it's been a couple years. Well, yeah, and that's the thing is, I think something you learn that we had to learn is that just because you've talked about something doesn't mean that is an off-limits topic yeah. forever. <laughs> no kidding. I don't know why it's felt like that, but it has felt We're like that. We're always like, oh, we already talked about that. And yeah. it's like, uh, yeah, five years ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And so not only, I don't know, not only have we maybe expanded what we would have to say about some stuff we said five years ago, but yeah. also... What we're doing if we don't rediscuss anything yeah. is we are asking people to go, to go back, back and, and listen. listen to every single episode we've ever done. Which I'm not asking for. Which some episodes <laughs> I'm like, we don't need to do any more on that topic. <laughs> That's it. But yeah, maybe we've Yeah. You know, we've been trying to we've been trying to get back, get back mm-hmm. to some topics and mm-hmm. see if we have anything else to say. I just, I guess we are getting older. And so the way that I view what is necessary to discuss has changed. Yeah. Uh, And then, you know, we get so many emails, like questions that I would never answer if you haven't talked to your pastor about it. 
right or your husband about it or your parents about it yeah sometimes like we (laughs) sometimes we can't like if we even get the inkling that you're even if you're not necessarily meaning to but if we even get like a vibe Mm -hmm. that you're asking that you're emailing us us a question that you have asked your husband but you didn't like the answer yeah, he gave i'm not i can't help we you can't <laughs> we really can't we would have to turn it all in we'd have to turn everything in if we did that not doing it that's not happening yeah but you know feel free to email us if i can here's my thing if i can be helpful i'll try to be helpful if i can't be helpful i might just I tell people that <laughs> just I will tell you, right. hey, I cannot help you with this. I or I don't have the answer or I think you could get better help elsewhere. I never want That's to just, just a better, more honest answer. I'm never going to answer a question just to answer it. Like there's not enough people in the world today <laughs> saying, I don't know the answer to that. You should ask answer. someone who knows the answer. I don't, I don't know. There's things that I do know, but not that one. <laughs> Anyway, fair enough. enough. Uh, You can leave us a voicemail at 470-465-0475. I continue to get emails wanting to know how to join our book club. So I'm going to go over it again. Tell us. Yes. So our book club lives on a website (laughs) called patreon.com. And you can find us at patreon.com slash theologians. And yes, you do have to make an account to be there. Um. Book club is not free. It's just, it's not free for us. It's not free for anybody. <laughs> there's books that we buy, um, but there's also platforms that we have to use. And so, and also I think it just, one reason why I like having it um, where it is, is that the people there are all want to be there. We don't have any trolls. Um, we only have wonderful ladies that, this, <laughs> that are a pleasure to be around. This system has really... <laughs> worked yes best it has for what we're trying to do yes um everyone in book club is wonderful they are praying for each other they are smart they all want to be there there's no one there who is bringing down the party um so it's a wonderful time and for six bucks a month you can join that or you can just go there to support us because we need that. So patreon.com slash sheologians is where all of that lives. So once you have an account there, you have access to all past, present, and future um, book club meetings, Mm -hmm. which are live streamed. And there's a chat there with all of our other ladies that are live. So if you miss one, that's okay. You can go back and watch it at your convenience. Um, And I also release our episodes early there if you don't want to wait. So there's other content there. Yeah, that's right. Um, And that's where it is. So hopefully if you've been confused, that helps. And I'm just going to keep explaining it. Um, Okay. My turn? It's your turn. Okay. I'm ready. Well, we are doing some, I don't even know. We sort of started at some point (laughs) affectionately referring to these episodes as storytelling episodes. Um, And the theme for these storytelling episodes is mystery. So I have a mystery today. I'm excited. And next week... I will tell you guys a mystery. Yes. That I think about often. Um, <laughs> collectively over my whole life, I have not thought about this okay. that often. <laughs> but it was something that I saw and I was like, oh, that would be a perfect episode okay. for Sheologians because it's 
very lighthearted and clean because there's some there's a lot of mystery stuff that I like. Yeah. But some of it is not really sheologian-y. Yeah. Yeah. We still, even in our storytelling episodes, we believe that stories have a lot of purpose and they a do. lot of value. They do. So even in these episodes, these are not just like throwaway episodes no. for us. And we're still attempting to tell you something by just oh, yeah. our selection. Mine is very themed. Oh, good. Mine is very themed. <laughs> um. But okay, so um, my mystery. Okay. Here we go. Hmm. So um, I'll, I guess I'll start out at the top saying that most of the information in my episode uh, is found in a New York Times article by Katie Weaver um, and Ask Me Anything on Reddit done with Joe Coburn Ooh. and uh, subsequent interviews with Joe Coburn. And then a podcast called The Endless Thread that did a podcast on this subject. Okay. So, in December of 2018. Oh, recent. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sheologians was happening. It was. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I like started timelining my life then yeah. because I was married in 2018. You were. So, all of a sudden, I remembered a year other than... 2001 yeah when 9-11 happened yeah you had like a and, marker and then before that it was 1989 the year I was born yeah <laughs> for for some reason 1997 was a big year for me okay I was eight and I do this thing chronically it's bad when I think about things that happened in my childhood I just put it all in 97 and I know that can't be accurate because my entire childhood was not lived right. in that just one year of math yeah <laughs> but in my brain I'm like yeah in 1997 97 <laughs> like what it really <laughs> stuck with whatever happened. I did. I did. Oh, that's a downer. I did experience a, a death in 1997 of a close relative that was pretty traumatic. And I think that so it was impactful. It was an it impactful was year. Very impactful. And it's like I almost hung everything on that. I'm like, oh, yeah, that happened in 97. It's weird. It's like it was I mean, what I did. I also did that with 2005. I was like, those are my two years. Everything okay. happened to me in 97 and 2005. Interesting. I don't know. Okay. All right. Gotcha. And, 20, and 2016. That's my next one. You're like saying you you had like these big. See, I just have so fewer years <laughs> kept track of. <laughs> I'm like 2013. I don't know what happened that year. <laughs> I have no clue. Did that, was that a, did I ever, did I ever write 2013? No. In a date? That was no. uh, that was my first newborn. So okay, see that's what I mean. But like, I don't, <laughs> I'm like, I what was nothing. I doing? I was. What was to, I doing during that time? I, was I know I was live. doing a lot of stuff, but I'm I sure just, you were. <laughs> for some reason, my brain hasn't attached it to a date. Yeah, no, 2013 disappeared for me too. That's a wormhole. I mean, 2010 and 11 and 12 and 14, and maybe if I was really, I think I could probably remember something that happened. It's not that I have no memory. It's just that I don't organize things by date. Yeah. Okay. No, that but once you get married and start having kids, you start to organize more things Yep. by date. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Anyway. I mean, I guess technically before 2007 was when I graduated. So yeah. that I have a memory for that too. Yeah. But so this is how I like. This is how I figure out things in my life. I'm like, how old was I? I graduated in 2007. I would have been 15. And so I just like use those landmarks to figure out what the year was. But I don't ever. There are people like I feel like your dad's this way. Oh, yeah. He'll just like give you a year. 
Oh, and the location. Yeah. And the latitude and longitude. <laughs> like, absolutely. And I had eaten a small side salad with Oh, a- yeah. <laughs> what oh, 100% he does that. I I will remember, uh, I remember when I first meet somebody who's still in my life, I remember what they were wearing the first time I met them. Oh, I don't remember that. I do. About people. But uh, chances are, if you tell me you're allergic to something, I will always remember that. You do that. remember that. I like, <laughs> I know what you're wearing. Do you what rem- was I wearing? Do you remember your skirt that had like cupcakes and stuff on oh, it? Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, you were wearing that. Okay. With a shirt tucked into it. Okay. And if we weren't still friends, I wouldn't remember that. Right. I don't know what that is. Your brain would have just been like, Bit not important. Need that information anymore. You know, I can never remember. <laughs> this is how scared I am of doing math is that um, I'll never say what year Georgia is born because I'm super insecure about it. I know how old she is. 2019. So, no, so her age is not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I know how old she is. I know when her birthday is. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, 2019 sounds wrong. Right. That doesn't sound right to me. And so I'm always just like, she's two. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't, I can't handle the year. What, how is it possible that she was born in 2019? How is I that know. possible? Well, I think it also, 2020 made time. 2020 did, did something weird to time. Thing with the time. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Because, I mean, it was just. Like it was the turn of that decade. Yes. And then it was just weird and time wasn't the same. It was a weird year that kind of threw everything off. I feel like off. I'm lying. If I were to say she was born in 2019, I'd be like, oh, that's not true. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Also, do you, do you wonder if that's because it was closer? I mean, September's not like the end of the year, but I do feel like if she had been, if you're born in January of 2019, it's like, well, yeah, you lived the whole, the whole year, that whole year. Yeah. I'm a January baby. So I yeah, know. but I don't know. And I don't know. Anyway, I should, someone probably... asked me the other day, what year was Georgia born? And I was like, <laughs> she's two. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> don't. It's she's you're two. right. You're not wrong at all. You're not wrong. She's about to turn three in September. <laughs> yep. Don't talk to me about anything you else. You do the math. <laughs> yeah. I don't, don't make me do that math. That's exactly what went through my head. Anyway, okay. <laughs> okay. We're moving on. That was Oh, like, yeah. Okay. Let's get back to what we were talking about. I don't even remember. Oh, yeah. I was saying that in December of 2018. Okay. Um, Sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, an article by uh, Katie Weaver was published in the New York Times. Um, the article was titled, What is Glitter? Oh. And what? the article was about glitter. Okay. That's a question I've never asked. <laughs> right. And it's not something you think about too much. And I don't know exactly how she received this assignment, but I can understand why it became an assignment. Okay. Um, so, what is glitter? obviously, the article answers the question what glitter is physically which is kind of a hard question to answer at any rate but the main why is um, it hard to answer somebody has to make it yeah but it's well you'll see okay there's a lot of things in here that you're like oh i had i wouldn't have thought about that um okay but so mainly the article is about the surprising secrecy surrounding the industry of glitter what so um 
Katie Weaver set up an interview and was hoping to tour one of the main glitter producers in the United States. I've never thought about the fact that somebody has to make this. Right. There are two and they're both in New Jersey. (laughs) They're both in New Jersey. Okay. One of them declined. And the other one is a company called Glitter X that was like, well, so here, I'll give you a direct quote from. um, So this quote is going to reference a guy named Mr. Shetty, who is the CEO of Glitter X and his degree. He has like a PhD in like polymer engineering and design or something like that. Like, an, again, another thing that you're like, people go to school for that? Yes, they do. <laughs> Apparently. They, they, you have to go to school. I mean, it makes sense because we make everything, like all, any product that we use, yeah. uh, people, someone has to create, someone has to design it, and then yeah. it has to be engineered if it's going to be used. Yeah. Like, if something was going to be used in the building of a building, yeah, it needs to be engineered. It can't just be like, I think this will probably work. Well, it, no, that, that's actually a th- something I think about all the time. It stresses me out because everything around me had to be like manufactured right, somewhere, right. which means like somebody has knowledge. Somebody has a, a manufacturing plant. There are thousands companies. and thousands of little industries yeah. going into just one building yeah. that you're looking at. Lighting, glass, electrical. Air. Yeah. And then if they're doing anything s- specialty in that building, like yeah, even more. <laughs> It's crazy it's to think cra- about. Yeah, it's overwhelming. Um, but so Mr. Shetty is the CEO. In the article, she says he did not want me to visit his glitter factory. <laughs> the jovial Mr. Shetty told me over the phone that people have no idea of the scientific knowledge required to produce glitter. That Glitter X's glitter making technology is some of the most advanced in the world. That people don't believe how complicated it is. Ca- complicated it is. That he would not allow me to see glitter being made. That he would not allow me to hear glitter being made. What? That I could not even be in the same wing of the building as the room in which glitter was being made under any circumstance. That even Glitter X's clients are not permitted to see their glitter being made. That he would not reveal the identity of Glitter X's clients, which includes some of the largest multinational corporations in the world. Eventually one did consent to being named. Thank you, Revlon. And that oh makeup and that fine. I was welcome to come down to Glitter X's headquarters to learn more about what I could not learn about in person. Well, please tell me what happened when she did that. (laughs) Why is this such a secret? So, um, I feel like gatekeeping glitter is just weird. Well, so so it's interesting because I'll jump ahead a little bit. Before I get to the main part of the mystery. So I I just have a little bit of information about glitter. So glitter was invented in 1934-ish on a ranch by a German immigrant who was inventing or upgrading some kind of machine that would cut up his metal scraps. And basically he created a bunch of like little shiny pieces of metal. Yeah. Um, And uh, so, yeah, it created small pieces of metal that looked very glittery and there you go so before 1934 we did not have glitter no not really because glitter is different than like tinsel is not glitter no um how interesting and so and then it um i mean less than a decade later even it it 
it was being advertised in New York City in to be used instead of candles because the Germans were like in the ocean, like waiting, like trying to at- come attack us. <laughs> and so they were like, don't use candles because they'll that see you. Light, yeah, then you can. And then so they were like, just use glitter instead. <laughs> I've never used glitter to give off light. Have I? Well, it was for it was for like, you know, like the holidays, like okay. the festivities. Yeah. Um, huh. I, I mean, most of us aren't relying on candles anyway for light, but this was more of a festive thing. Sure. Um, but yeah, so it became really popular and they started using it in more products. Um, it evolved and there are very specific glitter making machines that make different types of glitter. Some ca- some use certain types of materials. Yeah. Um, and so uh, it's basically these machines, they make they're making something very specific in a very specific way. Um, And so the secrecy is surrounding the technology because people want to get their hands on these machines and basically reverse engineer them to see um, what they're working with. Um, And that's only happened so many times. So only so many people have access to the technology, which means only so many people can manufacture glitter, which means it's a lucrative yeah business if you own if you corner the market right and then you're dealing with clients who um have very special formulas have different things they want they have a look they want you said makeup yeah wow Mm -hmm. okay yeah so yeah and you're talking about i mean there's a lot of money to be made in glitter yeah so there's cosmetics there's paints for houses, paint for cars, fishing lures, NFL helmets, anything that's glittery has glitter in it. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's culinary glitter. There's glitter in fabrics. There's a little emblem on your debit card that has glitter in it. Uh, some people's whole debit card is printed with a glitter paste. Yeah, like a plastic. Glue. You know how your yeah your debit card has like a little shininess it to does. it, even. So basically glitter is this hmm. um ubiquitous it's, it's very weird because it's usually thought of as kind of showy and glitzy yeah. but it's one of those things that is everywhere yeah and you don't realize cuz you're so used how to everywhere it, it is yeah yeah, yeah. um huh. so Joe Co- Coburn who he was a so after this article came out um oh wait a minute I still didn't tell you the mystery I jumped too far ahead. No. So here's the mystery. Um, So this woman, uh, Ms. Dyer. Okay. Was giving Katie Weaver a tour. Okay. Um, She said, so when I asked Ms. Dyer if she could tell me which industry served as Glitterex's biggest market, her answer was instant. No, I absolutely know that I can't. I was taken aback. Do you know what it is? Oh, yes, she said and laughed. And you would never guess it. Let's just leave it at that. I asked if she could tell me why she couldn't tell me. (laughs) Typical journalist. (laughs) I mean, tell me more. (laughs) Because they don't want anyone to know that it's glitter. (gasps) If I looked at it, I wouldn't know it was glitter. No, not really. Would I be able to see the glitter? Oh, you'd be able to see something, but it's, yeah, I can't. 
I asked if she would tell me off the record. She would not. What? I asked if she would tell me off the record after this piece was published. She would not. I told her I couldn't die without knowing. <laughs> I like Katie Weaver. <laughs> I cannot die without she, knowing this. She guided me to the automotive grade pigments. So she was basically just like, let's continue the tour. Like nothing to see here. I can't tell you. And so this little excerpt of her article introduces this mystery to the world. The mystery being which industry is Glitter X's biggest market. So which industry in the United States uses the most glitter, basically. Um, and so, of course, you know, it's a rather lighthearted mystery. And people on the Internet, specifically Reddit, were determined to solve it. Many people, including I hope they did. Katie Weaver, uh, were like, I cannot die without knowing yeah. <laughs> what the answer to this, this question is. Um, Are we eating it? So there have been a lot of theories, um, and we're going to talk about a few of them. Um, and this is the point where I was going to tell you what glitter was, but oh. we already did that. Yeah. So, um, but I don't know how it's made. Well, basically, no, one does. It, no it's, just, but it's very complicated. It is a complex, the best way for me to put it simply is that it is polymers. It is material anywhere from plastic to aluminum. Obviously, at one point they made it out of glass, glitter out of glass. Um, but basically, it is incredibly thin material that is cut into um, different shapes, different sizes, different colors, there, there are even different cuts like on the little individual pieces of glitter that cause the light to reflect differently. Yeah. So Glitter X alone offers 10,000 unique glitters of different shapes, colors, cuts, and size. 10,000? Just them alone. How big is this plant? It's the, According to the article, it's kind of unassuming. But once you go inside, there are certain rooms. She did get to see certain rooms, and some of the rooms are absolutely the floor is covered in glitter like it's so sparkly because there's just no way to get rid of it once it's there yeah um one of the guys that was interviewed basically said that they used like compressed air to get the employees for the employees to get glitter off of them mm -hmm. and he he was like it's pretty much the only way to that's what joe coburn said yeah in his ask me anything yeah so he after this article came out, Joe Coburn went on Reddit, which is where this whole mystery was trying to be solved. And he said, ask me anything. I'm a glitter manufacturer. Wow. And so people started asking him all these questions because they're trying to figure out with the set of clues we have yeah. from the What is Glitter article in the New yeah. York Times. And so... Um, it's a very interesting ask me anything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's very long. And obviously it happened a while ago. But uh, one of the things that he said that I thought was very interesting that kind of put it into perspective for me. Um, he said, so his, glitter was his family's business. They started out making reflective material, which is different from glitter. Sure. So his grandfather had a factory in Germany right. when he died the father went there to like see what right. was there 
what needed to be sold, all that yeah. stuff. And he found two glitter making machines and then their family became glitter makers. He actually sold one of them, even though, and that's considered like a big no, no in the industry Mistake. apparently yeah. because the more people that have the technology, right. the more the market is flooded and the less money you can make. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but so Joe Coburn, the glitter manufacturer said, my father, my father compared the margins to cocaine he said <laughs> he just said that it's something you're selling by the gram for a lot of money and the price has gone down with competition something that we sell now we were selling for three or four times the amount per kilogram the customers are not buying one kilogram customers are buying tons of glitter over the course of years so we're talking about lots and lots of weight and lots and lots of money wow yeah Okay. So the glitter industry. Yeah. It's just not something, something I've never thought, ever about. thought about. I mean, I'm sure I have some on my eyelids right now. Right. And there are some companies uh, that some of my research indicates that like there are companies that are trying to save money by figuring out like Make stuff, your own that glitter. Lo- stuff that looks like glitter sure. that they can introduce into paints and stuff. Right. Um, because glitter is the, the expensive option. <laughs> Wow. You just, I think we just, it's so, seems so insignificant. Yeah. But it's a specialty product that requires special technology to make. Special secret technology. Right. Right. <laughs> okay. So let's go over our clues again really quickly. So mm. they are, so our answer, the answer to the mystery has to be someone who uses a lot of glitter. A, because they're the biggest purchaser through GlitterX. Um, they don't want anyone to know that it's glitter. What? Okay. And if you looked at it, you wouldn't see glitter per se, but you would see something. <laughs> Man, I'm scared I'm eating it. Okay, so that I will address that. Okay. <laughs> so let's get into some. Yeah. There's a lot of theories, a lot, and I won't even be okay. able to yeah. touch them here. Yeah. And so I tried to focus on um, theories that seemed to like theories that could be corroborated in some way sure. by some sort of expertise. Yeah. Because there was a lot of, I, I mean, for anyone that's ever been on Reddit, there's a lot of people on there that have no idea what they're talking about, but say it with all the authority in the world. Yes. So you have to be careful. If you've, <laughs> if you've been on the internet. <laughs> so I try to pick, I try to pick theories that um, had a little bit of legwork done. Yeah. Um, and then I try to pick ones that would just be compelling and kind of fit the criteria of the clues that we've been given. Right. So the first one was something that I had not, again, something I had not thought about ever in my whole life is called a microtagant. What is that? So it is multi-layered micro glitter that is added to commercial explosives. Why? So glitter is used very frequently in tracking because it is so unique. um, And there are so many unique types of glitter. You can, there are trackers that, um, or like even like uh, people who are researching animals in the wild introduce 
like fine glitter yeah. into food into yeah. so that they can track which yeah. animals have been in places but so basically something the thing i hadn't thought about was there being a commercial explosives industry um i realized of course that there are there is an explosives industry but i didn't realize there was just like one that you could just buy <laughs> that like people could buy from <laughs> I think you probably obviously have to have some criteria, but anyway, they're very uncomfortable with this. (laughs) And so um, this person's theory basically was, so this multi-layered micro glitter added to all commercial explosives. It's a simple to batch trace on site after the the detonation and using only a microscope. So it's not going to like, explode glitter but it's a way for you to track and you could put certain glitters in certain batches and then switch the glitter and then that way if anyone ever tried to use the glitter in any sort of harmful or the explosives in any sort of harmful way could track it could it be tracked from. yes um so that i thought was very interesting just because it fits a lot of the criteria though i don't think that is a um in terms of, I think it falls short because she asked if I looked at it, would I, I know, know it was glitter? Yeah. And she was like, no, not really. And I don't think commercial explosives are generally something that most of us are looking, are at. looking at. And I don't <laughs> think Katie Weaver, lover, don't think she was giving off commercial explosives expert vibes. No, she wasn't. <laughs> Which is totally okay. She wasn't. I just thought that one was interesting. Um, one thing that a lot of people were saying is that the military was using it in like stealth coatings, like experimenting with like different types of paint that would allow like people, some people were saying that they were using it to create radar absorbent materials for stealth aircraft. Um, Now I did see plenty of people saying, I'm not getting that. Like I get how you could, think that but there was a guy um named richard abulafia i don't know how to pronounce his last name i'm so sorry Um, but he works in washington doing aviation technology analysis and he said it really flies in the face of everything i know about radar absorbing materials and the rather rigorous science that's gone into its development its production and its upkeep so there are people that are like yeah i kind of get why that seems like an obvious response or theory but like there's a few experts that are like i don't yeah i get it but i'm not i'm not uh i'm gonna disagree that that's the answer to this i also think that one falls short a little bit with the whole like the assumption for me is that we see it often right but this woman katie weaver yeah the woman that was saying this to her was looking at this reporter she wasn't looking at some uh military intelligence or weapons expert like she it would have been something that that ms dyer could have imagined katie weaver looking at realistically Mm -hmm. um just from the way that she spoke about it so yeah um so so maybe not the military yes one person said One thing that no one has mentioned during the Iraq conflict, we, the U.S., apparently dumped material out of planes to cause intentional problems with electronics and electrical devices in the countries we were attacking. 
I always assumed it to be a mylar-like material. This would be uh, both best. This use would both best be kept. Sorry, grammar issues. Uh, kept secret and require vast amounts of material, probably to the tune of hundred pound bales of mixed glitter and tinsel. I wonder if this fits the bill. The hmm. defense department would buy by the ton, right? It hmm. all seems to fit. So this is just, again, this yeah. is just like people theorizing, but so people said pharmaceuticals that they were using it in, um, in like a time release capsules. That hmm. was a theory. Currency, uh, hmm. beauty products. Of course, that was like one of the first ones, but that sort of, that doesn't fit the weird cryptic because no. that's a little too obvious. We all know that there's glitter in our makeup. Right. Right. If it's a shimmer, if it's there's shimmer, <laughs> right. it's glitter. Yes. Yeah. Um your and then, highlight is is glitter. Right. Yes. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> that's all it is. <laughs> that's what it is. It's fine glitter. Yes. It's like Right. <laughs> um and then someone was even saying like there are certain health products that polymers have been banned from being used in. And I actually have an article that I'm not going to get too much into, but um, basically the theory is that it's in our toothpaste. And um, this article is on dentalbuzz.com, which is the dentistry website. <laughs> First time I ever went on one of those. And it's basically just showing that, uh crest embeds plastic in our gums like little you know the little like dots that are in your toothpaste sometimes yeah. I'm not saying all of those are polymer but at least some of them have been proven to be polymer just little the thing is though with that is that's not tech it's not really glitter okay it doesn't really follow like yeah. it doesn't really fit it's the criteria right for what okay. glitter is although i'm not buying crest anymore yeah i would not <laughs> recommend anyway i'm so cheap i don't know what toothpaste i use they I, whatever it is that was bought on sale at costco and right. i didn't look at it twice yeah. but maybe i should um okay so then uh the other theory that i'm going to talk about is i mentioned earlier the podcast endless thread um so they in 2019 they have a podcast uh, they did a podcast in an attempt to figure this out. Okay. To solve the mystery. Okay. Using more investigative journalism. Great. Um, and the conclusion they came to was boat paint. Boat paint. And it, uh, a lot of it just had to do with their sources. So a Glitterex client and unnamed source said that their colleague did con get confirmation from someone at Glitter X that the largest purchasers of Glitter X glitter are boat manufacturers. So that's who they spoke to on Endless Thread. Okay. Uh, and eventually they found someone who was willing to talk with them, uh, which is where their first source came from. They were a client of Glitter X and they basically agreed the next time they went in to like have a meeting yeah. that they would just fish around in conversation a little bit okay um and then in response someone at glitter x said it's boat manufacturers so they called boat manufacturers and they eventually found someone from a corporation who makes poly uh, polyester gel coats for marine and fiberglass cast polymer industries again here's an industry that none of us really thought about on no. your day to day mm -mm. but there are people that make 
that like boats aren't made out of the same thing as this table right. and there's a construction and an engineering yeah. component that is very specialized yeah and it goes into everything from the shape of the boat to the motor to the coating that they put on it yeah and so they originally created this gel coat which is like a viscous paint yeah. That they put on the outside of the boat and it mainly is there to protect the fiberglass. They are pretty and, sparkly. Right. Um, and then what they what uh, uh, boat manufacturers started doing was they would buy the gel coat and then they would buy the glitter and they would mix them together um, to the point where eventually this guy that worked for the polyester gel coat company said that they do have products also that they purchase glitter for. Yeah. Um, so, uh, okay. Yeah. So the main point of this theory essentially is that, um, boats need lots of paint. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) Um, so the same, the same source, the guy that works at the gel coat company, um, he gave them a few numbers that allowed the hosts to kind of figure out the amount of glitter that would go into a, the production of a bass boat. Okay. So this guy had some experience working, obviously through his job, right? working with a specific company that manufactured bass boats. Yeah. And um, I meant to look up what a bass boat was because I'm assuming it's a certain size. Um <laughs> and I'm realizing right now that I never did that. So you can tell me what you find out. Um, but basically based off of the numbers that he gave them, I, so I bass, I don't think a bass boat is he, it's not, we're not talking about like a tugboat, but we're also not talking about like an enormous yacht or anything like that. Let's see. There are these okay. kinds of boats. Okay. So like, yeah. Okay. Got it. That you like go fishing in and yeah, you know, so, a if your husband was into boat, fishing. A two-person boat. <laughs> yeah. Nothing large. No one's walking around uh, a lot. They're no. just sitting. There's enough room. So for two people to sit and basically fish from, and that's about it. Yes. So not even that large of a boat, but um, the hosts were basically to deter- determined that 300 gallons of glitter were being purchased every week by this bass boat manufacturer. Or 15,600 gallons every year. Wow. He also said almost all the customers he deals with buy glitter from Polycrill, which is a company. Okay. And Polycrill gets its products from GlitterX. There it is. The boat paint theorists offered GlitterX the chance to confirm their or deny their findings. And they did. And in true mysterious form they denied uh they declined to comment if that's how much is being purchased for a bass boat like how much is going on a cruise ship right and that's what i mean that well and joe coburn made a really interesting uh point in one of his ask me anything answers which is that um obviously not all glittery products are made equal. So like when you look at like automotive paint Mm -hmm. and it's glittery, you Mm -hmm. just see the glitter. You don't see like 
matte paint with little like pieces of glitter in it, you just see glitter. And in a product like that, more glitter is obviously required. Just yeah. uh, seems obvious, but you just don't think about it unless you know what yeah. goes into that. Yeah. So basically, um, like that kind of paint is going to inherently require more glitter, more product. Right. Means they're spending more money at Glitter X. Right. Um, but so paint, especially, he was he, his Joe Coburn's uh his theory was automotive paint, but he was saying even if it's not automotive paint, it has to be some kind of paint because that has a lot requires. of glitter in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so then, uh, like I said, the the boat paint is kind of a boring theory, mm-hmm. but I it is really the most Compelling. substantiated yeah. theory that's out there. Um, and then I have one last final theory, okay. <laughs> which I saw often enough that I needed to put it in here. Okay. Um, so something to consider is that one of the most important, like some of the most important clues we have may not mean what they think, what we think they mean. Of course. Yeah. So we assume that the industry wouldn't want the public to know because the clients would be upset. Right. So, or to put it another way, we assume it's a product that people would be unhappy to discover polymers in. Like right. you instantly went to food. Yeah. That's the best example I can think of. We of don't that. want it to be that. Right. The whole, they don't want you to know it's glitter in my mind. And it's because she said it in such a cryptic secretive setting, it automatically, to me, it means they don't want you to know because you wouldn't like it if you knew it was there and you wouldn't buy the product if you knew it was there. Right. Um, But that is actually an assumption. Yeah. Based off of the way that she gave the information. It is. Yeah. Um, So the point of this theory, I guess, um, is that we really don't know why they don't want anyone to know it's glitter. (sighs) I know. (laughs) So during the tour, Ms. Dyer was being intentionally vague. She seemed like she wanted to t- tell, but she knew that she couldn't She's not allowed. legally. Yeah. Um, and if we read, if we, uh, basically, if we're reading truth into her, the clues that she gave, that would all collapse if we discovered there was some kind of misunderstanding. Sure. In what she was trying to say. Yeah. Um, someone on Reddit was made put it this way basically they just said i just want to comment on this because they don't want anyone to know that it's glitter is not the same as it's something people might be upset to learn contained glitter yeah she went as far as to just even say like oh dang i just clicked off my notes um the manufacturer whatever contains the glitter might have other reasons than concern over customers being upset. They may be concerned that customers would demand lower prices due to beliefs about quality. They might be concerned about publication of trade secrets. That's a huge one. Yeah. Not everyone thinks about this, but they're, when it comes to formulas, which I mentioned a little bit earlier, 
all these private companies have their specific formulas. Even if you just want to yeah. talk about cosmetics. Yeah. Cosmetics, Revlon has a very specific formula for very specific products and they have right. designed them that way. Right. They have had groups of people work on these formulas in order to right. trademark them and sell them to the public and yeah. make sure that they're creating a yeah. quality product that will that will do what they're saying it's going to do. Right. So there's a lot of stuff that goes into this. Yeah. And my, my only other thought was that, I mean, if it's not, if you can't exactly tell it's glitter by looking at it, that they might be like, we don't even want you to know that it contains glitter. That's how secretive of our formula right. we are. Right. Um, but yeah, so, uh, and then some people basically say that, like ultimately their theory, like their version of this theory is that it's just good business practice to keep secret exclusive technology a secret. <laughs> yeah. You do want to protect your biggest supporter. Right. <laughs> right. And it's like there's, and, and if you, if there really is uh, such a limited industry here, they can, I mean, in terms of the two main, yeah. there are two main glitter producers in, in the new united jersey. states and they're both in new jersey and so you're talking about you're talking about competition um <laughs> this and, explains like how the jersey like this has got to be really jersey shore i know there's like a crime syndicate here <laughs> like uh, this is the only explanation katie, katie weaver <laughs> referred to it as the glitter state instead of the garden state <laughs> yes 100 because it was created in new jersey as well yeah that makes sense yeah Totally. By Germans. It's all coming together now. It was just so interesting. I don't know. I just wouldn't. This I don't is, know that I would. They're all tan, not because they go outside, <laughs> because they're wearing glitter. <laughs> it's something that we put on us or in us. Something. It's just in the air there. They all work at the glitter factory. <laughs> this is just explaining so many things. Um. But yeah, so basically that last theory is just like all of all of this, all of our theories hang on some of the weird things that this that were said in this interview yeah and if you can poke a hole in that if you can just be like oh she didn't she was just maybe she was just being awkward and she like yeah. didn't know how to not talk about clients yeah or she realized like oh i'm saying too much already yeah i can't so ultimately we don't know i do think that the boat paint thing's pretty compelling pretty compelling but i also for as much as I just told you, and for as much as I've read about the glitter industry, I still feel like I know nothing. Yeah. So, um, and it's like, they want it that way. Right. Well, yes. They specifically have this air of secrecy. The, um, uh, an interesting thing that I found out. So when the, when Joe Coburn's dad sold the extra glitter machine yeah when he was selling it he would only let people look at it from like a distance because he didn't want anyone to be able to figure out how it worked before they were to buy it wow um the first thing he did with the machine he kept was reverse engineer it and create more glitter machines um and uh and the glitter machine that he sold was he sold it in 1999 and he sold it for for I think like 130,000 euro. That was like, people were like clamoring to pay this much at the time. That would have been about $139,000 uh, American dollars. 
And now that would have been, I think it was like $224,000 for this glitter machine. <laughs> I mean, it's going to make you more than that. Right. So. It's, but who knew glitter was science? <laughs> I had and never now that I know, it. I'm I'd like, never that absolutely it. makes sense that glitter is science. But it's never crossed my mind. No, I've never thought about it other than it's in stuff. It's in makeup. It's in I. I used it when I was a kid in when I made crafts. Right. Like this is stuff that your like first grade teacher always had in her desk. Right. But it is. And that's a certain type of glitter. And then yeah. there's like it goes all the way down to like super fine glitter, d- like every color multiple colors like depending you know because it like is light reflecting glitter x ten thousand unique glitters i never would have thought about this all right well <laughs> but to, we we don't know we still don't we technically don't have an answer no to the question i think the an- the closest answer we have is something that requires a lot of glitter, lot of glitter. <laughs> probably <laughs> I, we're all eating it i already know okay yeah well, and see, that's the th- that was my instant thing. I'm like, ooh, they don't want you to know. I'm eating it. I know it. I know it. Which I do think I did. I didn't look into this a ton, but there are um, there's obviously edible glitter, right? Baking, yeah. But mm-hmm. it's not um, s- well, it's gotten pretty fine. Yeah. So I do think there are there is a way if there was glitter in my food. There was a type. There would be a type of glitter I would be okay with being in my food. Mm-hmm. Um, but the glitter we're talking about today, mm-hmm. I would not be happy mm-hmm. <laughs> about it being in my food. Mm-hmm. No. no, but uh, it's interesting that both of our brains both went to the food industry because it. Pro- I mean, let's face it. Ra- if you're listening to this right now and you also thought food, raise your hand. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> wherever you are. You thought it. <laughs> oh, does that mean they're secretly putting poisonous glitter not meant for consumption yeah, in our food? I guess I can't think of a reason why. Why are we all so quick to believe that? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know. Okay. Well, if you anyway, know. Glitter. If you if you want to give us the secret, if you live in New Jersey and you've broken How much in, glitter is there really? Yeah. Tell us. What's really happening there? You can uh, call us and leave us a voicemail at... 470-465-0475. Um, that's it. I don't have anything else. you have anything else? Mm-mm. All right. We will see you all next week. See ya.